quick one guys before we get into today's episode do you know any parents including yours who doesn't really know how to help their child through their journey in sports i'm hosting a free masterclass called nurturing your child's sporting talent in that masterclass they would learn how to prepare you or their children for sports the right way send them to athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting now into today's episode hey what's up guys welcome back to the athlete maestro podcast the athlete development podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations in sports i'm your host tola ugunlewe and this is episode 5 56 compete without fear learn to calm your nerves and make the best of what you have it takes a special athlete to not only deliver their best against all odds but to also do it when the world is against you he will go down as one of the greatest sprinters to ever grace the track today on the show sprint legend and american icon jesse owens to imagine all the things that jesse owens achieved at the time he achieved it is a testament to the kind of athlete and sprinter he was at a time when racism and the propaganda of white supremacy was rife he found his calling in track after developing a passion for it. It wouldn't be long before he started to show that he had what it took. At the 1933 National Interscholastic Championships, he won three events. He also equaled the world record in the 100-yard dash and the long jump. Now you can argue that sports wasn't really developed at the time but to do that in high school is special regardless of how you look at it he will go on to attend ohio state university where he would dominate in the college's championships this was still at a time when he had to eat and sleep at black only restaurants or hotels in 1935 he achieved what many have dubbed the greatest 45 minutes in sports history when at the big 10 track and field meet in annabelle michigan he set three world records and tied a fourth so just imagine this in the space of 45 minutes he didn't only win his events he set or equaled the world record in those events like ah oh man that was so good that's like usain bolt modern day winning the 100 200 long jump and relay in 45 minutes that, that's comprising for another day so let's just leave that aside he equaled the world record in the 100 yard dash and set the world records in the long jump 220 yard dash and 220 yard low hurdles the record in the long jump stood for 25 years perhaps his most crowning moment was at the 1936 berlin olympic games adolf hitler was on a rampage to prove white supremacy to the world he believed that white athletes were superior to their black counterparts and the olympics would prove it jesse owens put paid to those plans he won a record at the time four olympic gold medals in the 100 meters 200 meters long jump and four by 100 relay a game that was largely 
going to be remembered because of Adolf Hitler turned into a Jesse Owens moment and it's still talked about till this very day. The fans who truly knew what it meant to be an athlete adored Jesse Owens. At a point during his career, Jesse held or shared the world record in all sprint disciplines. In his book, The Sports Gene and TEDx Talk, author David Erbstein wrote that using modern day technology and materials, Jesse Owens would have run 9.6 or 9.7 something seconds in the 100 meters. A true testament to his achievements as an athlete at a time when blacks faced a struggle to be accepted and sports wasn't really developed. Today is your mentor, guys, and there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Jesse Owens. So let me just quickly put this out. You know, at the time that Jesse was competing, this was a time when the, at least for the sprint events, they didn't have the blocks that you have. So you, you kind of like had to dig the dirt, um, kind of, or you just, you know, you just printed out, or maybe somebody uh, would sit, use their legs, kind of as the blocks for you to sprint over. So you didn't have all the tech that you have now you know so the running shoes were not as light as they are now which is why when david epstein did you know that thing in his book the sports gene he timed the kind of times jesse owen would have ran if he was using blocks and some of all those things because those things eat time when you're able to sprint out of the blocks and using boats like the difference was in wasn't that far so using both 9.58 world record there about jesse was 9.6 or 9.7 like it was literally that close just to show you the achievements now because when i was studying jesse as well it's it's super interesting to see how he came up with the name so his name is actually jc so jc but you know with this accent thing when he went to school you know and the teacher asked him for his name and he said jc the teacher thought he was saying jesse and the name just stuck and like literally continued it kind of reminded me of john michelobi I think that one they spelled his name wrong or something and he literally just continued to use that name but back to the topic first lesson that i want you to learn from jesse owens compete without fear compete without fear now just imagine what would have happened at the 1936 olympic games now of course what many even wanted to happen at the time especially in the u.s was they wanted the american athletes to pull out of the games because of hitler like pull out of the games we don't we don't even want you there and of course because jesse decided and of course a few other american counterparts decided to go they kind of made that olympics about them in the sense that oh you're defying orders you're doing this they just set up all this propaganda and all these things now imagine going there to then compete and you have adolf hitler like adolf hitler the man himself in the stands pushing white supremacy saying hey white athletes are better our athletes are going to beat you and and all that type of stuff and you still go out there to do what it is that you did at the olympic games like just fathom that for a moment imagine how courageous and how fearless he would have been to still go there compete his best and win now i can tell you for a fact that many athletes first and foremost they wouldn't have gone just because it was you know dangerous and things like that you didn't want all eyes to be on you and all of that and secondly when they eventually got there they kind of like played to the gallery and wouldn't give their best you know so kind of soft pedal allow some of those white athletes to win uh, so that you know you kind of like 
you don't go into the spotlight so to speak jesse didn't do that guy went there put out the performance of his life four gold medals he won at the time that was the record it wasn't until carl lewis in either atlanta or the los angeles games one of them that he then broke that when he won five gold medals so you see the key thing for you to understand as an athlete is that you have to learn to compete without fear because over the course of your career you cannot predetermine every situation and scenario you are going to find yourself some scenarios are going to be hostile now of course after jesse won one of his gold medals hitler literally decided that he wasn't going to congratulate athletes anymore so you know how they do it where you know they put the medal over you they shake you and and all of that hitler said hey i'm only going to he actually said i'm only going to shake the white athletes but the president of the international olympic committee at the time said hey you either shake all athletes or you don't shake any athletes at all guess what guys thumbed off didn't shake anybody anymore because of the achievements that jesse owens had but that's not the point you see the point is that you have to learn to compete without fear you are going to compete in a hostile environment you're going to compete in enemy territories you're going to compete when people are heckling you you're going to compete when the odds are against you you're going to compete when it doesn't look like you are going to be able to do anything or succeed just because of everything that is going on but because you have learned from jesse owens in this episode that you have to learn to compete without fear guess what you are going to be fearless and you are going to be courageous. These are the questions I want you to ask yourself. First thing, what's the worst that can happen? What is the worst that can happen? That's the first thing. You know, so yes, people are heckling you. Yes, you're in enemy territory. But what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is that you lose. So rather than capitulating because of the pressure that they are putting on you, remember they are not the ones playing, but just because you are in enemy territory, so rather than capitulating under that pressure, you're going to give your best. And if your best is not good enough, that's a different conversation entirely. That is a different conversation entirely. And of course, the second question is, when I look back, would I regret not giving my best? When I look back, would I regret not giving my best? So when you ask those questions and you prepare yourself before the event, so I'm not saying, hey, go to the event and that's when you start preparing yourself. No. When you prepare yourself before the event, you kind of give yourself leverage. You give yourself a head start, so to speak, so that you are then prepared for everything that is going to come. First lesson from Jesse Owens, compete without fear. Number two lesson is learn to calm your nerves. Learn to calm your nerves. So just like I shared with you a few tips on that lesson one. You see, everybody talks about the 1936 Olympic Games. What nobody really talks about is the 1932 games that Jesse did not qualify for. Why? Because in the race or in one of the races that he was supposed to use to qualify, guess what? The guy choked out. He was nervous, um, just failed basically at that race. And of course, he missed out on the Olympics. So it was after that that he then sat with himself and said, hey, if I'm going to get over this, if I'm going to get to the next Olympics, if I'm going to be a successful athlete, I need to get these nerves under control. Of course, in a previous episode of the podcast, I've gone into detail on how to handle pressure, then also the difference between pressure and stress. All of that basically preparing you to handle your nerves. But like I said in lesson one, 
There are certain times you're going to compete in enemy territory. There are certain times when the odds would definitely be stacked against you. Definitely. Without a shadow of a doubt, the odds will be stacked against you. You see, in those moments, those specific moments, that's when you need your nerves to be under control. That's when you need your nerves to be under control. Now, of course, if you don't get it in one second, I don't don't want you to be upset with yourself. You see, it's going to take you time to understand those triggers, to understand those things that, you know, kind of set you off, so to speak, that the nerves start racing. So maybe you're worried about the expectation. Maybe you're worried about what other people will say. Maybe you're worried about what other people are thinking. It might take you time to understand it. But you see, once you do, you need to get those nerves under control if you are going to perform at the level that you should. And of course, previous episode of the podcast, we looked at another sprinter, Asafa Powell, and of course, how his mindset just always got the best of him. You see, a critical part of that mindset that let him down was his nerves. So when the stakes were highest, when there was something on the line, he would just get nervous. You know, so if it's a normal meet, so IWF Diamond League meet, uh, or one of those things, I mean, it's going to race well. Like, why, who wouldn't race well uh, in those in those types of situations? When it came to the big one, Olympic final, World Championship final, when the starting lineup for the final was stacked with all the best of the best 100-meter runners in the world, his nerves would get the best of him. So before you get to that point, I want you to start educating yourself. Start being more aware that, hey, 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 look, let's, let's look at this a little bit. I need to start learning to deal with my nerves. Now, Jesse Owens dealt with his nerves four years later 1936 olympic games guess what happens goes out there for olympic gold medals and of course all of those things are still being talked about till this day and the final lesson guys that i want you to learn from jesse owens is make the best of what you have make the best of what you have so just like i was saying with david epstein and his sports chain and how he went to look back that is there is there something special in athletes you know so to speak and a critical part of that study was you know jesse owens and the athletes that competed at that time you know so obviously many of them don't use the tracks that we use now so fast tracks now you didn't necessarily have the spike shoes that you have now you didn't necessarily have the blocks that you have now so the starting blocks that is and of course, it makes me remember um, Shelly and Fraser Price, who they call uh, pocket rockets. You know, so like explodes out of the blocks. When you have to dig the sand, you know, plant your feet in and then push off. You know, obviously you're losing time in all of those things. But what's the point of this lesson? The point of this lesson is whatever it is that you currently have, you have to start using it. So a few weeks ago on the podcast, when I did the episode on how to convince your parents to come on board your sports dreams, and one of the lessons that I shared is do more with less. So before you can be given more, do more with less. It's a similar lesson to this one. So before you start waiting for those spike shoes, what have you done with the shoe that you currently have? Before you start waiting to run on the perfect track, what have you done with the track that you're currently running now? And you will see this with a lot of African footballers where when they get to Europe, right? Because coming from Africa, they have already learned to play football on the worst of the worst pitches. So sandy pitches, sandy grassy pitches, concrete, 
like all sorts of surfaces they've learned. And of course, that aided their development because they were able to control the ball in, in different scenarios. So imagine playing on sand when they pass the ball to you, it kind of bubbles up and down, but yet you still have to maintain your composure, control the ball. So when they get to the European pitches that are smooth and all nice, get what happens. It's easy for them to adapt because they've been in tougher situations where they used what they had to succeed. So the question for you now is what is it that you need to use currently based off of where you are before you start waiting for that big thing? It's absolutely key because what I see with a lot of young athletes is you are waiting for 10 when you haven't even done anything with two or three that you currently have. Guess what? You are going to be waiting for so long because it is an excuse first and foremost let's just start with that it is an excuse and even if you find a way to get to the 10 which i highly doubt i mean in my years of experience and doing this i highly doubt that you're going to get to that 10 if that is your mindset what happens when you get to that 10 is that you're going to make another excuse as to why things did not work out with that 10 that you have because you had not learned to work with what you have to make the best of the current situation that you have so it's almost like someone who you haven't even seen bread now you get the bread and you're looking for butter you're looking for jam and some of all those things eat the bread first because you are hungry and you need food in your system when you have eaten the bread and of course you are okay and you can go and hustle for more bread while your tummy is full you can then start looking for the jam that's the idea and that's a key thing that Jesse Owens did. So he didn't say, hey, this is a time when blacks are suffering and things like that. You know, so I'm not going to train hard. I'm not going to do this. He didn't say, hey, we didn't have um, the best running shoes because I believe that it was at the 1936 Olympic Games that Adidas was born. You know, so the guy who started Adidas, you know, gave those shoes to Jesse to run with at the games. So he didn't say, hey, because I didn't have the best shoes, I'm not going to run. He didn't say because it was hostile environment, I'm not going to run. He didn't say because Adolf Hitler was in the stadium, hey, I'm not going to run. He, he didn't make all of those excuses. He made the best of what he had. So the question I have for you now is how are you making the best of what you have? Or are you waiting for that special facility, for that special thing before you now give your best? Guess what? <laughs> you are going to be waiting for a very long time because if that is the mindset that you have, even when that facility comes, even when all those things come, guess what? You are not going to give your best. Athlete Match, you guys, episode 556. Jesse Owens, American icon. Compete without fear. Learn to calm your nerves. And make the best of what you have. Make the best of what you have. Head over to the website, Athlete Marshall, where you're going to make the best of the resources that you have there if you don't go to the website to check out those free resources building your mental toughness making the best of your day then i don't i don't know what it is you're doing because you're still waiting for the holy grail and that holy grail will not come so athletemaestro.com check out all the free resources that we have for you there and of course if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review i highly encourage that you do so the podcast is free but which, what your rating and review does is that it's going to tell other athletes that this is a podcast that will be worth their time. So when they listen and they apply, they would be able 
to see remarkable progress in their career athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe where you learn how to subscribe and leave that rating and review and of course if you enjoyed this episode share it with your teammates let them come on board so that they themselves can be maestros and of course if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show i want you to go out there i want you to learn all the lessons from a sprint legend jesse owens and of course apply them i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day